Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh and good evening. Welcome to The Burning Issue. I'm your host, Yazid Kamaldin. Now, you may be aware of this already, but the city of Cape Town has increased the electricity tariff. And that happened earlier this month. So, we are going to be unpacking this matter with community groups who want this tariff They're actually querying this tariff, right? And they want the National Energy Regulator of South Africa, that is NERSA, to probe the matter. We are going to be getting in studio, well, we already have in studio one guest, and we also want to get online another guest to hear, of course, from the public what exactly this means. And, of course, we will welcome your input, too, into the show. You can send us a WhatsApp. The WhatsApp number is 072-238-0712. That is 072-238-0712. And you can also phone us live in studio on the number 021-442-3530. That is 021-442-3530. Now, of course, we... Uh, we have talked about the cost of electricity quite a few times on the show already. And we wanted to understand, of course, from the public's perspective. And that is you, the listener. We want to understand how this impacts on you. Joining us in studio now is Sandra Dixon. Sandra, you have a my show now. Yeah, it is yearly interview. You've been on my show before. Yes. <laughs> and welcome back. And she's the, she's the founder of something called Stop the City of Cape Town. Sandra, what? What is Stop the City of Cape Town for those of us who are not aware of it? Okay, we started Stop uh, Stop COCT um, late in 2017 when uh, the City of Cape Town was trying to impose a drought charge um, onto onto our accounts. That was with the water crisis. That was with the water crisis. So we quickly uh, got our act together and we started the action group called Stop COCT and we used uh, the public participation process and delivered 61,000 emails to the city of Cape Town and as a result the city actually scrapped the drought charge. But they were unfortunately very quick to replace it with um, the other levy, the pipe levy that we are okay. having We're not going to focus on water. We're going to focus on electricity this evening. This is the news, right? So now I'm going to look at what's been reported earlier this month, and that is in July. Okay, I'm looking at a news article, a news website, and the story reads, Cape Town residents have been forced to dig deeper into their pockets after new electricity tariffs came into effect at the start of this month. The new increases range from 8. 88% to 13.37%. And of course, this means, you know, that for poor people, they would be paying more for electricity and also for just everybody, right? Generally. So the impact on the electricity tariff hike will apply to residents who own a prepaid meter in a house worth more than 1 million rand or have a credit meter regardless of property value. Residents who fall into that category are expected to pay a new fixed 150 rand a month fee no matter how much electricity they use and they will then pay a rate of about, okay now it gets a bit technical, you know it gets into the kilowatt rate but the bottom line is people are being asked to pay more for electricity. Let me just look at another story because I want to look at the facts and look at what has been reported. Let me just pull up another news article and then also this um, month it says 
call for new hearings over the city of Cape Town's electricity charge. And the article reads, and this is of course now where you guys come in, Cape Town lobby groups are calling for an urgent public hearing to be held by the National Energy Regulator of South Africa over the city's prepaid meter electricity charge, which went up this month. So Sandra, what are you calling on? What is your, uh, I mean, I know that you are a lobby group. You do lots of things on the internet. You have got a Facebook page, etc. Uh, what is the thing? What needs to be done here? Right, okay. can what can is I the problem and what needs to be done actually? Okay, can I state the problem? Um, but for that and for the benefit of the listeners, I would like to explain just a little bit about the, how the tariff system works. Now, first of all, there, is a ta- uh, there are three blocks. The one is called Lifeline. Okay. And the other one is called domestic and the third one is called home user and it is in this home user category where the biggest problem lies. Okay, wait. Now what is Lifeline? What is domestic? Right. What is home Lifeline user? Yeah. has got two separate categories so you would pay if you qualify for the Lifeline and that is typically people that is in a property of under 400,000 or if they are a registered indigent person. So the first bracket is if you use under 350 um, units per month okay. then you get 60 units free and thereafter you will pay this year 1 rand 21 per unit the minute so this is like poor people people with low income yeah and yeah. here comes the horrible part the minute you exceed that 350 units per month you all of a sudden go into a bracket where you are paying 2 rand 42 per unit and that is where the belief of the people start is that the electricity is getting more expensive as the month goes on because the minute they reach this 350 they go into the higher bracket which is 2 rand 42 then the next level is that is for people um, 0 to 600 kilowatt it's called the domestic the, do, the domestic category so if you stay under 600 units per month you will be paying 1 rand 99 per unit if you go over 600 you are also then paying the 2 rand 42 the top tariff which is exactly the same as what the lifeline pays from 350 onwards so that is my first problem with how the city set these things because the poorer people are on the high bracket from 350 units onwards and then your more better off working class people are on this high tariff from 600 units onwards then there is the home user now if you are put into the home user and that is what you said earlier if you have a prepaid meter and you are in a property with more than a million rands then you go into this and they started last year with 150 and they call it a home user charge this was increased and from the 1st of July this amount is 163 rands and 50 cents so for the first 600 uh, units that you would use the tariff is slightly lower than the domestic and it comes out as 1 rand 75 per unit if you exceed the 600 units then you also pay the 2 rand 42 so the top level for all three of the blocks are exactly the same okay so you're saying that this is what 
Robbery? What do you? What's going on? It's just plain over the top. Okay. It's just plain over the top because what we have found, for instance, in last year's tariffs, that Nurse had said, "Let's look at the domestic." Nurse had said the tariff at one rand fifty-eight. The city ended up charging us one rand eighty-three. So they're charging us more than the regulator is recommending. Yes, since twenty sixteen, they started slowly in twenty sixteen and twenty seventeen, and then they really let rip from twenty eighteen and twenty nineteen onwards. Yeah, I just want to also quickly tell our listeners to stay tuned that we because we are going to get the city of Cape Town on the show this evening, and we are also going to get on the show. The regulator, NERSA, to talk about what's going on. Okay. Um, what do you make of this kind of decision-making, uh, Sandra? Right. It has never been challenged. And I must say that NERSA also was not as strict as they could have been because typically how the process work and, and I also again want to explain here the process of the tariff setting works as follows in the beginning of the year NERSA holds a hearing um, for the ESKIM tariffs because everybody in South Africa get municipalities included get the electricity from ESKIM so NERSA has hearings and there was a hearing in January in the city of Cape Town where they listened, we nurse listened to the public's input and subsequently the ESKIM tariff increases were set to 9.41% plus 4.41% which gives us um, 13.82%. But now... Sure, we must round off these percentages, eh? Just to understand it quickly. <laughs> anyway, but yeah. But now there's a, there's a second level. Now ESKIM sells in bulk municipalities so now there's a secondary process where first of all NERSA gives like a guideline percentage mm -hmm. which apparently this year is around 13% but then the various municipalities applies to NERSA for the actual tariffs that they are setting so in other words once NERSA now approve their tariffs the tariffs would be set in, in a RAND value so that is why for argument's sake last year NERSA had set the domestic tariff to be 1 Rand 58 and the city in their wisdom decided to make it 1 Rand 83 now the, the way I wonder why we're the, getting them the on the way they do them. it is yeah. as follows: they add CPI to the nurses' set rate. What is CPI? Uh, the uh, inflation. They add okay. inflation to it. You need to spell these things yeah. out. We want they, to understand. They, they yeah. add inflation CPI mm -hmm. to it, and then they add a flat surcharge of ten percent, and then they go and they they have over the last two years. They've sold about one and a half to two percent less electricity than normal. Normally they would sell more, but because of solar power and, and, and people saving electricity and stuff like that, the sales of the city went down. And what they do is they just take that one and a half to two percent and they add it to our tariffs. Okay. Now what we also researched was 
we looked at the city of Johannesburg as well as Ikuruleni and we looked at their tariffs and they are using exactly the tariff, tariffs the way that NERSA had set it. So as far as we can make it out of this stage, the city of Cape Town is one of the only municipalities that takes NERSA's approved tariff and then add all sorts of things to it. Okay, okay. We're going to go for a quick ad break. I see the WhatsApp messages are coming through. When we come back, we'll continue this conversation. Welcome back to Burning Issue with myself, Yazid Kamaldin. This evening we are tackling the increased electricity charges by the city of Cape Town. Shukran for your WhatsApp messages that are coming through. Um, let me just look at that, if it's anything that we can answer. Um, some of it doesn't seem like stuff that we can answer, but I'm going to acknowledge it by reading the, the concern anyway. So listener 6453 says, Those tariffs, are they that inclusive? No. I just no, they're not. They're no. not. They're not. No, the tariffs I quoted are without that. Okay, cool. Um, it says the listener continues and says, "I just bought 270 rand worth and got 118 units. That's two rand, 29 baht inclusive." But one rand ninety nine without VAT, yeah. but it says domestic. Yes, that is the domestic tariff. The domestic tariff is two rand twenty nine, including VAT, per unit. Yeah. Uh, the one rand uh, one rand ninety nine is without VAT. Is without VAT. Yeah, and then it says, please explain, as it does not fall under any brackets you just explained. So yeah, so this is two rand twenty nine VAT inclusive for the domestic tariff. Domestic. So she will be paying that tariff up to six hundred units. If she goes on to six hundred and one, you or from six hundred units onwards, she will be paying two rand forty two per unit. So the more you buy, the more you pay. Yeah, there's two blocks. So basically, if you use more electricity, they you pay more. You pay more. That is crazy. You pay substantially more. That is crazy, man. That is just yeah. crazy. I would assume that if I'm buying more of something, you're going to give me a better price. Not in the system. So they're punishing you because but you need more electricity. Yes. Well, we need to ask them about that. Why they increase the price? I mean, if you have a household of five people, obviously you're going to need to buy more electricity. But life is already expensive for your five people, so now I imagine you must pay more. Okay. Anyway, that's just me thinking aloud. Listener zero one one five says it's good to hear the show. The government encourages increases and gains lots of taxes from electricity increases. The government is therefore complicit in making lives miserable for South Africa. Thank you to that. Um, let me just quickly read the disclaimer. The views expressed in this program are not the views of the voice of the Cape Its management or staff. We are, of course, a community platform and we welcome various opinions and thoughts as long as they do not, of course, you know, go into the territory of being defamatory or salacious. So, listener 8691 says, Nursa holds public hearings but do not attend to consumer concerns. The city of Cape Town gets away with faulty WMDs and now escalated unregulated electricity tariffs. So, Vanessa, Sandra, sorry, we've got Vanessa on the line as well. Let's welcome Vanessa. Vanessa Souls, the spokesperson for Haderfeld Residence Association, of course, also no stranger to burning issue. Welcome to the show. 
Thank you for having me. And um, it's my time we should be talking about uh, this, this burning issue. Why didn't Thank you come you into the studio? What happened? I've got a feeding scheme on a Tuesday. Oh, okay. Well, we wish you so all the I best serve, for that. Yeah. Thank you. I serve supper and we're busy cleaning up. So, uh, um, yes. So, that is why I wasn't able to come into the studio. Lekka, what, did, lekka, lekka, what did you serve in AFL tonight? What did you serve? Okay, we served um, split pea soup and sausage and baked beans um, stew with rice. Was it Yes, it's allowed. All my food is allowed. All my food is allowed. Damn, I should have gotten some supper. Wow, <laughs> I have felt. Okay, getting back to the topic. Sandra is saying the city of Cape Town should be taken to a public hearing with the National Energy Regulator of South Africa. One of our listeners just said, Nurse doesn't actually attend to consumer concerns. Sandra, what can I do with the public hearing that you are calling for? Okay. You're on here. Yes, yeah. thank you. <laughs> okay. Um, normally, NERSA does not have a public hearing for the municipalities. Um, however, there was a first last week where NERSA was forced to hold a public hearing in Twani. Now that happened because Twani and the city of Johannesburg were following suit or copying what the city of Cape Town was doing by also um, wanting to implement a flat levy or well the city calls it a home user charge they also tried to implement that. Now in Johannesburg because there is uh, wake-up opposition parties there was a big fuss and the end of that was really quickly that the, uh, that the city of Johannesburg actually postponed it. However, um, Tswani was a little bit more um, more stubborn and AfriForum had to take them to court and to get to, to challenge these uh, this flat rate and various other things and block changes that the the city of Twani wanted to bring in and then what happened is um, the the city of Twani quickly said all right let's talk and then of course NERSA who is the regulator stepped in and said right let's hold a public hearing but where we would give all the stakeholders the opportunity to actually put their cases forward. Now what had happened up to now, the city of Cape Town and, we, and all the other municipalities in South Africa had implemented their tariff increases on the 1st of July. However, NERSA had not approved these tariffs yet. So based on what happened last week in Swanee and the fact that there is a window before the tariffs are being improved approved by um, NERSA for the city of Cape Town, we are demanding that we have the same opportunity as the people in Tswani where we can have a public hearing and the public can actually put their views forward and question the city as to how did they calculate and why are they not listening to the public participation process which was held during the time of the budget, um, where people overwhelmingly rejected this um, flat rate or this levy for the past two but years. But are they going to listen? Gaan hulle luister? Die luister if there's enough pressure, listen. they will have to listen in the end. So how do community people get involved? What, what happens? How do you... People are sending WhatsApp messages. I'm going to go back there. I want to... 
give them a chance to get involved if they want to? How do they get involved? How does it happen? Do you approach nurses? Right. How they, uh, we, we wrote a letter, uh, a letter to NERSA requesting it. Um, we are also, we have the Facebook group called Stop COCT, Stop the City of Cape Town. We've got nearly 13,000 people there and we put out a call to our members and we gave them the NERSA public hearings email address. It is public.hearings at nursa.org.za and we asked our members to help us and I am also calling to the people, our listeners here, to actually get onto their computers and just write to NERSA to that email address and ask for a public hearing here in Cape Town. Okay, so then if it does happen, you'll put the information on your Facebook page and people can then go and look at there for information. No? Yeah, NERSA yeah. normally advertise it. NERSA advertise it in the newspapers. Yeah, by means of Facebook. Yeah, people aren't going to buy the newspaper. That, that's it. Yeah. The newspaper and we will work via the radio stations to, to advertise it if the if we if we get cool. the okay. I want to bring in Vanessa. Vanessa, the impact of the increase in electricity prices by the city of Cape Town. Tell us how is this going to affect people in Heidefeld? You are part of the community. We want to hear from the community. It will negatively uh, in fact our people have already been neg- negatively affected. As of the first of July it's just being severe. It's more than, 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 than what people can handle. How can anybody, and I speak of pensioners, <laughs> I'm very passionate when it comes to our pensioners. Our pensioners, pensioners some of them get 2.5, 2.5 units for a 10 rand electricity. Well, you can hardly switch on your kettle. So with the increase, um, when you phone the, 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 um, the city's number, the number that's on your electricity slip, when you phone that number, it tells you that, um, it's that you've been, um, the, the increases as of the first and you, you'd be now on domestic tariff. And then it also tells you that your property valuation, it's, it's twofold. It's, it's about NERSA, and I agree with Sandra, what Sandra's saying. NERSA needs to hold uh, um, public meetings where we have a, a voice because it, it affects us as, as, as people living, living in these homes and purchasing electricity. We are most affected, whether you live in, in Heidefeld, Constantia, wherever. But for us in, in, in Heidefeld, especially just with our new development in terms of valuation of houses, it says that if your house's val- municipal valuation is more than 400000 yeah. you automatically go up to the domestic tariff. Yeah. But we as the Heidefeld Residents Association are having our public meeting on Saturday. Okay. We're inviting everybody, and I would love Sandra to come so she can explain it to our people for them to understand, in layman's terms for them to understand, because our people don't know and don't understand how the tariff costing and everything works. So I would like to send an, send an invitation for her. But what we are, our goal and going forward is we are, we are also planning a march on the 31st of July. We're marching to provincial legislature where we're going to hand over a petition including a memorandum. Why provincially um, but this is the city? I mean this is a city of Cape Town thing. You want to go yes. to the provincial legislature? I'm not sure why. We have, look our issues does not just, in our development does, just, does, does not just reflect with regards to our electricity. Right? Okay. But we've got various problems. So we in a natural thing to do it all in one. That is why we we marching. We marching against this high cost of of electricity tariffs that we've been we charging. But the reason why we're doing that, 
if you look at um, anybody, no matter where you live, you when you are in arrears, your municipal count is in arrears. The city sends you all these demand letters and whatever, but then there's a letter that they send on the city letter, it's a pink letter, where they state, if you fail to pay your municipal account, the city will then recover on purchase on your arrears by taking off from your electricity. Now, if you if if you sorry, can you just can you just can you just repeat that again? Please just repeat okay. what you said now. The the city sends you a letter whereby it states that if you don't pay your municipal account, they will offset the arrears from your electricity purchase. Now, if all policy hundred and and that is your storage and, 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 and whatever else, water and rate and whatever. So hypothetically, it's 500 rand. But they've been doing this for a while now. Yes. The, I mean, the, this, the, this has been happening the, for a while. Have, if sorry, you owe the city money... On the, yeah. on, on the electricity slip, it would say it says debt recovery. So if you purchase 20 rand electricity, they take off 10 rand. Yeah. So if one person is paying 10 rand per day, it's 50 rand a week, it's 200 rand for the month. That 200 rand does not reflect on your municipal bill. Okay, we are going to ask the city the about that later. Yeah, we are going to ask the city about that later when they come on. Look, I just want to look at some of the WhatsApp messages quickly. Um, listener 0115, please don't take things so personally. You have sent a message saying, I noticed that disclaimers are always read after my comments. I only mean to speak the truth. South Africans are being exposed to Dalat Rabi. Yes, you are right about that. You do mean to speak the truth, and that's fantastic. But me reading the disclaimer has nothing to do with your messages. It's part of my job. I need to read the disclaimer. So let's go to some of the other messages. Listener 3180 says, I purchased my first home in a poor area about three months ago and I was on the lower bracket. I bought 100 rand and got nearly 86 unit plus free units. I now purchased the same amount and got 46 units. As I had a contractor working here, is it possible to go back to the lower bracket again? No. He will have to go to the city and the city will have to evaluate and find out whether there's a problem. So maybe um, maybe the contractor, I'm not sure, that might be like a builder, maybe the builder no, did something? or it, it is actually the city's billing system yeah. that does it. So as far as contractors and people working in your yard... Mm-hmm. Um, Theoretically, should not affect what exactly what, what you pay exactly, for the, the, the So that caller needs that listener needs to go to the city and find out why they are being charged more. Caller, welcome to Burning Issue. Hi, salam alaikum. Waalaikum salam. Welcome, you live on here. Yeah, uh, my brother, I can understand the electric is going up, the water is going up, the rate is going up. Mm-hmm. How is that possible? You know, we bought our properties in the 1970s. In the days of apartheid, now we are in retirement, and the city expects us to pay all these exorbitant amounts. Where do they expect us to get the money from? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's totally unfair. We go to Newlands, we go and get water, but our water bill stays the same month after month. The electric bill escalates. The rates bill is going up. You know, years ago we used to pay rates once a year finish and clear but now they expect us to pay 12 times a year rates 
They sit with their money, they draw interest on their money. So what do they make with the interest that they draw from their money? Mm-hmm. I mean, we can't carry on like this anymore, man. And we complain to our councillors, and our councillors do absolutely nothing about it, as long as they can get their pay. I think they must start deduct the amount of money that they pay the councillors, and let us, the people, decide what the councillors must get, because the city is supposed to work for us, not we for the city. Mm-hmm. Kola, may I ask oh, which, I area, which area are you phoning from? I'm phoning from the Cape Flats, Athlone area. Uh, are you a pensioner? I'm a pensioner, my dear. Okay, because that is one area where the city is actually very weak. The only um, help that they give us is is if you live in a proper, if, if you register as an indigent. Um, yeah. Now, if you register as that, you need to have an income below 4,500 rands. And what they did in this last budget, um, for a pensioner, if your income um, last year, if your income per month was 15,000, they upped that to 17,500, then you can apply for a staggered relief on your rates. Yeah. Now, the only other relief that you can get is if you, again, if you're an indigent, in other words, falling in the lower bracket, then yeah. you can apply for the lifeline. But yeah. the horrible thing is that nothing from the city comes automatically. Yeah. Um, you need to go and apply for it. And that yeah. is what many people don't know. Yeah. yeah. So so if maybe um, this is applicable to you, um, yeah. please have a look on our Stop COCT and ask me the question and I, I will I will send you a piece of paper where you can really see um, how you can qualify for some of these things. Yeah, but on I water you get on, nothing. I uh, the form yesterday, but there's such a lot of uh, conditions that you must meet. You mustn't get a, a pension at work also in, uh, in addition to your state pension. Because look, some of us has worked all these years, we get a pension from our work. Right? Yeah. But that is things that we fought for. Yeah, and but I as long as you're paying. That once you reach the age of 60 and you're a property owner, they should reduce your rates. Agreed. Don't you get a rates rebate if you're a pensioner? Only if you are under f- earning under fourteen thousand or seventeen thousand five hundred. So caller, you know, I mean, it's tough. The financial situation is hard for all of us. Maybe I think, like Sandra is saying, if you are getting via those two pensions less than 17.5, 17,500 rand, you should qualify for a rebate. But also please stay tuned for later in the show. We are going to have the city of Cape Town. And I'm going to ask them that question, you know, about all these prices that are escalating. What about pensioners? I'm going to ask that question especially for you. I think they must do something with regard to our councillors. They must check up if they really do the work that they are supposed to do. Yeah, great because stuff. Cool they, they, talk also, I just they, get. they talk a lot when they come to your, yeah. your, your, your meetings, but that, that is the end of the story. Caller, shukran for your input. I just wanna, yeah, okay, shukran I for the caller. Let's just, do we, do we still have that caller? Caller, shukran for your input. Vanessa, what is your comment? Yes. Yeah. I just, I just want to also um, say that, you know, we have in... Um, just in our area, um, the city needs to explain. Sandra so eloquently explains how the costings are, be, are being done. But if you have, um, we, we have two houses with the same municipal value, you know, and, and, and things like that. But the, the, the calculations in terms of, of how they costing, um, a lot of these municipal bills, you don't see it as, as, as being calculated the same. 
Okay. Now you have yeah. one person when purchasing electricity, same, same, same scenario, but the one gets less than the other. Let's ask the city that later. We also understand that if you, if you buy more, you get less. Yeah, Vanessa, let's ask the city that later. I'd like to go to some of the WhatsApp messages because obviously sure. our listeners are also an integral part of the show. Listener 6803 says, I bought 200 rands worth of electricity and got 99.20 kilowatts tariff home user. Um, does that sound right? Yeah, how much did he buy? 200 rand and got 99.20 kilowatts. That tells me he's on some sort of a lifeline. Okay. So okay. that's the low income. Um, that, yeah, he must be on the. I yeah, there's no question. Yeah. That's just the comment from the person. Okay. We don't yes. have to answer every single thing, but let's go through the messages. Uh, listener 1848 says, Why do we as citizens have to pay more for salaries at ESCOM? I think I should ask ESCOM that question. Do we have ESCOM coming on? Um, yeah, we have someone at ESCOM, ESCOM coming on. So why do we... So the listener feels that we're just paying their fat salaries. And the listener continues okay, saying... Okay, can I just butt in here? There's an interesting thing. Yeah. That half of Cape Town is being supplied direct by ESCOM. And ESCOM's tariffs are about 15 to 20% less than the city of Cape Town's tariffs. Okay. Wow. So yes. the city obviously is making a profit by selling the electricity, buying it from ESCOM and selling it to us. We can get into the details of that. Okay, let me continue this message from 1848, continuing saying, we are being bullied into compensating for a rundown power plant. We're basically paying for the diesel being used. Then listener 3560 says, what do we do as a household? We are in the higher bracket paying 2 rand 29 per unit. When our children were not married, we use less than 350 units per month. I'm not sure how that is a question. Well, she probably means she's le- below 350, but she's still in the domestic um, block. She, she should go and apply at the city or inquire at the city what she needs to do to be put into the lower block. Okay, okay, so she's saying that she should be paying less, essentially. Yes. Okay, well, so here's listener 0129 saying, It's so sad to make the electricity so high. What about people that steal electricity from poles in townships? Are we paying for them? Okay, that's a question. Um, Okay, listener 5687 says, It is so sad to see how we are being robbed. And then we are taken for idiots. We are all intelligent enough to realize they are forcing money out of us, whether we like it or not. I grew up on the Cape Flats. Today I fall in the middle class bracket and I'm forced to pay that levy without my consent. Growing up in difficult times and today we are still not getting any relief because unfortunately I made a bit of progress. When when are we all going to be treated equally? They messed up when in good times and now the innocent and the dedicated citizens who pay the bills on time has to pay for their negligence okay you know it's very important for me to get through these messages because we need to acknowledge our listeners concerns very bluntly this listener 3940 asks why is this city ripping us off so much i'm going to ask that question when the city comes on later why is the city ripping us off so much the answer the answer is real simple we let them 
Yeah, I guess this is why lobby groups come in. You are challenging them. Right? People, people need to unite, and when there's a call like the one in um, with from Vanessa, they must actually support her and go out in numbers. Yeah. I think some of these questions, you know, I mean, I feel almost like I should save some of these questions for, well, I am. I'm making notes of certain questions, right? Um, it's almost time for an ad break. We have two minutes for our next ad break. Let me see what, how many messages I can get through. Listener 2981 says, My mother is a pensioner on Indigent, and uh, she has a prepaid electricity meter. She lives alone. She has no geezer and hardly at home. She puts in 50 to 70 rand a week. She doesn't use a stove or oven much or boils the kettle. Okay, that's interesting. She doesn't use anything at all. Lights. She also has no heater and doesn't burn unnecessary lights. But when she wakes up in the morning, she has 43 units missing overnight. Why is this happening? It's real crookery. I can't explain that. She needs to report it to the city. Yeah, yeah. So, listener 8691 says, um, It seems as if the city of Cape Town wants more people to be homeless with these hikes and then find... 250 rand for being on the street okay interesting opinions being shared listener 1172 says what can i do if i am a divorced single mom and my husband and i both owners on the property the husband moved out refuses to pay maintenance or contribute to rates i'm battling he refuses to sign indigent forms i need his signature and he refuses to sign what can i do I'm not sure if that's a question yeah, for so the sure. show. Yeah, Maybe it, that's more for a lawyer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to consult someone who does um, more legal stuff. This evening we'd like to focus on the electricity tariff hikes. Let's go over a quick ad break. When we come back, I'd like to read some of the other messages that we have received. And, of course, we do need to also get our next guests online. Welcome back to The Burning Issue with myself, Yazid Kamaldin. And of course, this evening we have been talking about concerns around the city of Cape Town's increase in electricity prices. So we have in studio Sandra Dixon. She's the founder of the Stop the City of Cape Town. It's a lobby group that aims to hold the city accountable for its increasing uh, tariffs when it comes to water and electricity. And we also have on the radio, on online rather, with Vanessa Souls, a spokesperson for the Heidefeld Residents Association and she's been telling us about the impact of this uh, increase in electricity tariffs, the impact of it on people living in a community. We now welcome to the show Ms. Nomfundo Masetti and I'm told that she's a regulator member for piped gas and electricity but I want to confirm that with Nomfundo, welcome, good evening, welcome to Burning Issue. Thank you very much, and thank you for having me on, on your show today. And just to confirm, are you a regulator member? Yes, I am a regulator member responsible for gas as well as the electricity at NERC. Fantastic. So you work for the National Energy Regulator of South Africa, also known as NERSA. Nomfundo, yes. we have in studio and also online, we have got 
lobbyists, people who are taking up this concern on behalf of community residents, and they are saying that NERSA, the regulator, should hold a public hearing because they are concerned, and they say the city of Cape Town is doing in their words, is, is, is committing daylight robbery. What, what is the process of even beginning to consider a public hearing on the city of Cape Town's increases in electricity tariffs? Um, firstly, I must just clarify um, uh, the, the, the process uh, and, and perhaps the status of the application for the city of Cape Town. We received the application for the tariffs for 2019-20. We have considered the application and the increases. And um, we already made a decision uh, in respect of that application uh, that we received from the city of uh, uh, Cape Town. Uh, So before us, as we speak today, we do not have an application because that application has been um, evaluated and a decision has already been made by uh, NERSA uh, in respect of that application. And also it's important to indicate that in terms of our processes, we, uh, we look at whether uh, there are uh, concerns or serious concerns that may require a, a, a public hearing uh, in respect of a specific application. Uh, in case of the application that were received from the city of Cape Town, the increase that they have requested was within the approved uh, guideline increase. So if it was above the guideline increase, in terms of our processes, we would have subjected it to a public hearing. That's number one. And the second thing that would have um, uh, required us to subject it to a a further process of public hearing is if there were um, tariffs that the city proposed that they be restructured, but we did not have that in the um, application from the city of Cape Town. Um, So... We then, um, uh, I think the average, actually the average tariff for the city of Cape Town was 11.3%. And the one that... That's now the increase, yeah? That's the increase. Yes, the average, yes. Uh The the one that NERSA approved as a guideline increase that municipalities must consider, it is uh, 13.07%. So you can tell from this that the increase that they have requested is below what NERSA has has approved as as a guideline increase. Sorry, Sandra, do you have a question? Yes, I have a question. How did you deal with the flat rate, the levy, the home user charge of um, 163.50 that the city had been imposing on residents in Cape Town since July last year, which um, the city of Johannesburg basically postponed and the city of Tuanis is under review? Uh, uh, the, the issue of the flat rates, well, let, let me just put two things. The issue of the flat rates as well as the charges, though, th- those uh, um, aspects were not part of the application that came to NERSA. So a surcharge about two years ago, the city of Cape Town had uh, included that in its application. 
we refused to approve it and we had also asked what is it for at that stage we did not uh, obtain any um, clarification as to what what is the cost that they are trying to recover for it to charge a surcharge and what how is it um, uh, attributable to the uh, provision of electricity service and that was not explained so you so, are since, if I may just uh, conclude on that issue of the charge, since then, from our side, we have never, and we said it must not be included as part of the electricity tariff. It is not something that uh, was included uh, uh, in the tariff that we um, uh, applied for and, and submitted to NASA. So even this year, there has not been any application for the charge. Okay, so in other words, just to sum up, the city of Cape Town is charging this illegally. It is not being approved by NERSA. That one would not have been approved by NERSA. Maybe it is also important to indicate that. Um, you, you need to also look, because when we then uh, made some follow-ups, because we were concerned after we've approved the tariffs, that what if the city goes ahead and, uh, and uh, charge, uh, you know, other, 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 other uh, um, costs. Um, if you look at another piece of legislation, and I think it must be the National Treasury yes. that uh, administrate that legislation, and that is the, uh, it's a very short piece of legislation. Uh, it is the municip- what is it, municip- municipal fiscal uh, uh, legislation, but what it seeks to do, it seeks to deal with um, surcharges that municipalities are entitled to charge as well as taxes. So those are some of the things that are intended to boost the um, the revenue of the of the of the municipality. So all of those uh, are things that are not then approved by NASA. In fact, when you look at that piece of legislation, they indicate that they should be over and above. And obviously, you will have then concerns because you will then say, if these are costs that are uh, necessitated by the distribution of electricity. Surely, if those those are the costs, then they must be uh, put before NERSA, and uh, NERSA considers them and see if those costs, first of all, are reasonable mm-hmm. and yeah. if they're affordable. Sandra, However, I need to come in here, please. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, please continue. Yes. If those costs are reasonable and, 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 and um, are affordable, uh, so that then NERSA can then consider them maybe as part of the tariff if indeed those are cost or municipal services that were rendered uh, as part of electricity distribution. Yeah. Nomfundo, I think what is very important for me um, is that or why I'm so grateful that we have different role players on board here is for me as a journalist is that we are beginning to understand really why maybe these increases are being implemented so i am going to have the city of cape town on later and it sounds like you're saying that these increases could be linked to the fact that the actual service of delivering electricity you know is costing money and they are saying but we're going to let them speak they are you're saying maybe that this is because of the cost of delivering the, the electricity this is why there's an increase 
Uh, so other increases, I do not know what that they for, mm. but the ones that were asked from uh, from our side, we assessed them, and yeah. as I indicated, in fact, even average tariff that they've asked for is even below the guideline increase of NERSA of 13.7%. Okay, mm-hmm. Namfundu, except... Can lo- I just finish, please? Sorry. Sorry, Sandra, please. I have to also ask questions, eh? Yeah, sorry, Namfundu, yeah. Mm-hmm. So what I'm trying to explain here is this, that we were also concerned about a surcharge. We said we don't have something such as surcharge. If a, if, if a municipality as a licensee is of the view that it incurs certain costs by uh, rendering the service, they must state clearly and clarify what are these costs that they've incurred, which they seek to and recover through a surcharge. You must name it, you must state what it is. And obviously the regulator must then scrutinize those. Then, mm-hmm. then at that stage, the city of Cape Town two years ago, it could not explain what those are. And obviously in our decision, we excluded it and we made it clear that we will not, char- will not allow a surcharge. Then the city went ahead. I think it could probably uh, be last year. I'm not sure because I don't have um, specific evidence on what has been charged by the city and when it then implemented it. But what I'm bringing to your attention so that you, 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 you know what could have been the consideration. I am saying, and I said earlier on, there's a piece of legislation that was enacted in September of 2007. It's a short piece of legislation. And that piece of legislation is the Municipal Fiscal Power and Functions Act of 2007. And it deals with two main things. One are certain taxes that the municipality is, uh, is, is allowed to recover or to impose. The second thing it deals with is to regulate surcharges, allowing the municipality to impose surcharges. Now, uh, you will see that uh, that such a surcharge, and they even deal with two things. One is the municipal base tariff. Now, it talks about the actual cost of rendering a municipal service, including water and electricity, which are your articulation services. And then, secondly, as it talks about municipal-based tariff, uh, to say that that will be regarded as the base tariff, it also says, there's, there's, um, uh, it talks about a surcharge that the municipality will be entitled to to then charge. So that is the part that uh, you probably need to appreciate, first of all, whether that is approved by NERSA. And I will say to you, no, in terms of that, that act, it's not supposed to be uh, imposed or determined by NERSA. It is determined outside of NERSA. So yeah. maybe that is the part that I need to then clarify in yeah. terms of that law. Numfundo, I've got ESCOM online as well, and the city of Cape Town has arrived at the studio, and I really also want to ask questions of ESCOM, and of course the city as soon as um, as, as the representative from the city of Cape Town walks into the studio. Um, I just have one question. People in Cape Town are saying that they want NERSA 
to hold a public hearing to hear their concerns. Now it seems that you, as nurse rather, has made a recommendation for an, a percentage increase on the electricity price, and the city of Cape Town apparently is lower than that recommendation. So are there any grounds for a public hearing? At this stage, because we do not have a, an application, what we can do so that, because we must always avail ourselves to people out there and people that are affected by tariffs, if those tariffs are approved by, uh, are approved by NERSA. We can even organize, instead of a, a public hearing, we can also just, uh, you know, it's just a matter of uh, terming it um, a, a workshop instead of a public hearing, because sometimes the public hearing, we hold it, uh, if we have an application before us, and therefore we get views of different stakeholders so that they can assist the regulator in arriving at the right decision or at a sound decision in respect of that application. Now, we do not have an application before us because it has been uh, already finalized. So what we can do is to then have all those parties and organize a workshop so that we can and then have people presenting in that workshop so that we can hear what they are, what, what the issues are and have those that would like to also respond. So we can organize a workshop as opposed to a public hearing. Okay, so so Sandra, there's your possibility to get an ear with Nursa. Let's welcome onto the show now uh, Dion Conradi, and it says here that he's the Senior Manager of Electricity Pricing at ESCOM. Dion, good evening and welcome to Burning Issue. Good evening and thank you very much for the opportunity. Fantastic. Dion, I think one of the main questions that our listeners have or would like to understand is how does the pricing work? Does ESCOM basically sell electricity to the city of Cape Town and the city then sells it on to locals here in our city? Is that basically how it works? Um, basically it is, but I think it's important to understand also the broader context and also the legacy part of it. Um, as we moved into the democracy um, and moved forward with the electricity industry, Eskom had, or municipalities had an area, a licensed area of supply uh, in their areas where they supplied historically. Eskom had an area of supply outside of that. And as the cities or municipalities grew larger, uh, they started to move into areas where Eskom already supplied. So, for example, in Cape Town, you will find uh, that, that there are within the municipal boundaries that was established uh, post-1994, there are certain areas where Eskom still directly supply to customers, um, but that's within their licensed area of supply, as is managed and regulated by NASA. So, but then basically we will supply to those customers directly where we have the area of supply, um, but we will also then in bulk supply to municipalities who in turn then on sell to their customers on their side. You know, here's the thing. Capetonians feel that they're being ripped off by the city of Cape Town. You know, um, yeah. if they buy electricity directly from ESCOM, isn't it going to be cheaper? Um, you see, it, 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 it all depends. I think the whole thing is, is determined by the whole structure of the electricity industry. And in the way it is structured at this stage, you, you do have the situation where they, municipalities have a right to supply in their area. 
and they have their own networks and service costs and all of that that they need to recover as well. So, um, but they also have an additional function that they, um, and, and as uh, Mr. Nsetni explained, that they, they have other areas which, which they not, uh, add sometimes and, and surcharges so to electricity specifically um, in terms of the, the access she has explained so that that can also help and support the, the, the um, contribution to, to rates so that some of the other functions of municipalities can be done. So from that perspective, it could be that municipalities charges higher tariffs for a similar customer. But you see that the problem is the structure of the industry because now they also have a cost of their own networks which they need to recover them from, uh, from their customers. Okay, um, I feel that we need to get the city of Cape Town in the studio now. I believe that the guest is here. Sandra, do you want to ask a question? Please go ahead. I'm going to get the, the city of Cape Town guest. Yes, there's something that seems to be confused here, and it seems like it it's, it filters through to too many places. There is a surcharge, and Ms. Massetti was talking about the surcharge all the time. Now, that is the 10% flat rate that the city of Cape Town puts on top of the NERSA-approved rates. However, what we are complaining about is the additional levy of 150 rands, which is now 163 rands, that's also slapped onto our accounts. That is the real problem. Okay. But, and maybe uh, just try to uh, uh, get to the bottom of that. The 10% surcharge that they do as a contribution to rates, I think that's what uh, Ms. Massetti said, that uh, that's part of the NERSA-approved tariffs, and that is completely within the guidelines. The fixed charge that they put in is an additional surcharge, my understanding, and I could be corrected, but it's an additional surcharge that they're charging in terms of the uh, Municipal Fiscal Powers Act, uh, which is, does not fall under the regulators' uh, uh, regulations. Okay, I think something else also that we need to understand in terms of uh, debt, how does ESCOM deal with consumers who are in debt? Because very often the city of Cape Town, it, it's, it's, we, we, the city basically just deducts money. You know, like if you buy electricity, they literally just take money off your elect- from your electricity, prepaid for example, for your other municipal services that you may that you may be behind on, I mean, does ESCOM? How does ESCOM deal with consumer debt? Okay, first of all, it's very important that we can only recover money from electricity. In terms of the statutory regulations, we cannot. Um, and 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 uh, president had said in in, in act and that court cases, ESCOM cannot deduct any other monies. Uh, apart from electricity. So if we have that, and I think very important to say there is, um, we have, in total, if you look at Eskom in total, then we recover about 95% of all our electricity that's sold. The 5% is majorly uh, some of the municipalities that do not pay, so it's a bulk debt that we need to recover. From that perspective, we deal with that in terms of PAJA. We provide uh, all the necessarily follow all the steps so that we get to the point of, of disconnecting them. 
Um, but there's a whole debate around that, and I think you're all aware of the court cases and interdicts that, that there are because there are customers paying on the other side of the municipal boundaries. From an individual customer debt perspective, we recover almost 99% of all our electricity costs. So that's a, uh, a part then from a, a problem that we, we sit with in, 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 in Soweto. But what we do there in Soweto and all the other places, when they do not pay, um, then we again get them notice and we switch them off and until they then pay their monies and get reconnected. Um, so we're not in that space and we're not allowed to deduct any monies from any other types of areas. We're just focusing on the electricity cost per se. Okay. Now, um, coming back to concerns that the residents have in Cape Town, um, you know, it seems that there's also concerns that the city, I mean, Vanessa, uh, Sandra pointed out the fact that this extra 150 rand that's being paid, um, you know, is, is that's something, that's money that's literally just going to the city. You guys don't get that money at ESCOM. No, not at all. And we also do not recover that from um, our prepayment customers. We only have a cent per kilowatt hour uh, variable component for our lower consumption customers, our prepayment customers. Yeah. Um, Guys, we're going to go for a quick break now and when we come back we'll have the City of Cape Town with us in the studio and we'll continue this conversation uh, that aims to highlight residents in Cape Town concerns about the increase in electricity prices. Welcome back to the burning issue with your with my, with myself as Ed Kamaldin. Of course, this evening we have been talking about the um, increasing cost of electricity, and we have wanted to know from various role players, you know, particularly uh, the city of Cape Town, on why this, why we as citizens are paying more. And now we will welcome to the show Saint Esop, and it says that he's the city of Cape Town's electricity and generation. He's from the city's electricity and generation distribution department, and he's here to answer our questions. So, Saint, salam alaikum. Good evening. Welcome to Burning Issue. Walaikum salam, and thank you for having me. And welcome, um, say, salam to your listeners. Yeah, Hussein, I think the most important question that has come through is why are we paying more for electricity? Le, uh, just this month, earlier this month, the city has said that we are starting, we are going to be pay, paying more. Why is it? Well, it's like everything else in life. Everything goes up and our costs uh, has gone up. You might uh, uh, have mentioned earlier in the show, I wasn't listening, I'm apologizing for that. But uh, Nurse gave ESCOM an increase of 15.8% uh, and that we needed to hand over to the give for over to the customer and we increased our tariffs by 8.8% as opposed to the 15% that Eskom got okay so we still need to understand where the money is going though we are expected to pay more every month Okay. Well, if you look at the city of Cape Town as a distributor, we act like a wholesaler. We buy in bulk from ESCOM, we do a little bit of transformation and then sell to the end customer. So if you look at our revenue, about 65% of our revenue, the money that we get in, we pay directly back to ESCOM um, for purchasing the, the, the electricity. 
the other 25% of that goes towards us maintaining our network. We've got a network with an asset value of about 30 billion rand. And like your car, uh, it needs maintenance and repairs. Even though you've uh, paid off the car, it still needs maintenance and repairs. And that is what that uh, 25%. The other 10% is a, uh, not a surcharge, but it's a contribution that we make to the rates bill of the city of Cape Town and that goes to walk sh towards shared services like for instance the parks, the libraries, the clinics um, uh, making sure that those are freely available to everybody in the community Okay, so what I need to understand is the network What is the network? Is it literally cables? What is it? It's literally the physical stuff that you street furniture that you see on the road like your street light poles, the transformers, the switch gear, the transformer yards uh, and the buildings. Okay, I just want to confirm, do we still have NERSA and ESCOM online? Yeah, um, Nomfundo and Dion, are you still with us? Yes, Fan I am. Fantastic, fantastic. So we're just trying to now, of course, get the city's uh, response to our public's concerns, you know, that we are being, well, that, the, that residents of Cape Town are being overcharged for electricity. Now, the other thing we also want to ask about is the 150 rand tariff that the city of Cape Town charges. So you have increased the price of electricity, but you are also charging a, a, an extra 150 rand, like a flat fee kind of thing. That's our fixed charge, but that is only to a certain segment of customers. We've got three types of residential uh, tariffs. The one is our lifeline tariff, the other is a domestic tariff, and then we've got the home user tariff. And it's only on the home user tariff that we have this fixed fee of 163 rand per month. What you'll find out between, if you look at the lifeline tariff, is a highly subsidized tariff. That is for the poorest of the poor who cannot afford. And that is our social contribution. The domestic tariff is also a cost-reflective tariff, but those, that was the tariff for all the other residential customers that weren't classified as poor. However, what we've seen is that there's a certain sector, our uppermost, uh, our upper level customers, uh, which uh, lives in properties of a million and more. These are customers that have got uh, discretion in terms of w or what they can do. If you look at uh, most of them, they've gone to putting up photovoltaic panels on their roofs to decrease uh, their energy consumption or their purchase of electricity from the city. And we commend that. Uh, we encourage that. It's just that these customers are now bringing their uh, consumption down to levels where it's below 600. And it's where these consumption levels drop below 600 is where we feel that the other customers, other domestic customers that hasn't got this discretion are subsidizing these customers and we think that is wrong. So what we've done is we've said that these people that have properties over a million rand that can afford to pay the fixed charges should be paying for them. Now those fixed charges are the maintenance and repairs of our infrastructure. So what we've done is that we said, okay, we'll have the domestic tariff, we bring in the home user tariff. Now what you'll see, the difference between the home user tariff and the, uh, fix, and the domestic tariff is that the unit charge for the domestic tariff is higher than the unit charge for the home user tariff because the home user tariff has got that fixed component or that fixed charge also. The fixed charge is included in the unit charge of the domestic tariff. So what we've uh, really done is we've uh, made the 
tariff more cost reflective to say this is your fixed charges and this is your unit charges if you don't if you save on the unit charges you, you must still pay your fixed charges for us to repair and maintain that service to your earth Okay, Sandra, you have a question? Okay, there's two things that I want to add. The first thing is, it is not only for the people over a million. People, the, the over a million is for people with prepaid meters. Um, the people in properties over 400,000 that has not got a prepaid meter is also slapped with this levy. And that those people are, in fact, very, very unhappy about it. Then secondly, if I take it, if you're... Um, home user is a little bit cheaper and let's take this year's tariff the domestic is one rand 99 and the home user is one rand 75 if I buy one unit I pay one rand 75 on the home unit plus the 163 rands so that little bit that you are making it cheaper is not helping because it's only breaking even at 600 units so below that this is just a marketing ploy it that that little bit that you're giving it cheaper is not making any difference to anybody that's buying around 400 500 units a month and then there's another question i have for you if we have the lifeline which is now the poor people their rate is one rand 21 up to 350 units if they go over the 350 units they pay two rand 42 however the domestic if they go over 600 they pay two rand 42 and the home user if they go over 600 they pay 242 so why are you nailing the poorest of the poor with the highest tariff poss possible if they only exceed 350 and not 600 like the more well-off people so there are three points that i really need answers on okay um uh, thank you, Sandra. Those are very good questions. First of all, the guys, irrespective of their property value, that have co uh, stole the conventional meters. The city's uh, policy for residential is that each residential customer should have a prepaid meter. Now, those customers that have got conventional meters, we have been encouraging them for the last three years. We've got a project each year, what we call the meter replacement project. And we go from area to area, knocking on doors and say, have you, you've been identified by the project, you've got a conventional meter, please let us replace that conventional meter free of charge with a prepaid meter. And what we find is that there's been this uh, hesitation by customers to take this opportunity. And the only way that we could uh, encourage people is to say now, um, it's free, it's still free, but now, if you don't take it, we're going to put you on the home user tariff. All right, but I do understand that. But people are hesitant for the following reasons. There's this, people don't trust the prepaid meters, and but the most thing that put people off is the fact that if they fall behind with their accounts, they, if they have a prepaid meter and they fall behind, say with their rates account and with their water account, the city then, after they've demanded payment and the people still don't pay, they actually start off. So if the people go and buy argument site 100 rands worth of electricity units, the city or the 14-15% the VAT is taken off and then the city starts at 50%. So if a person's argument site after VAT is off, 
um, has got 90 rands left. The city takes 45 rands of that. And if the person then defaults again, it goes up to around about 70%. And I've heard that there are people that pay up to 90%. So I get plenty people that says, I buy 10 rands worth of electricity and I get one unit for it. I just want to reiterate that that is a question that has come through a lot from, from locals here in Cape Town, local residents. They are saying that why, when I buy electricity, does it go towards paying, let's say, a water account that is still owing or a rates bill or something? Yeah. Okay, that is one of the mechanisms that the city used to recover its debt. Uh, the city has a, a credit and debt management policy, and one of the methods that it uses is that it says, okay, you have a prepaid meter, I can recover whatever rates and outstanding arrears you have via this mechanism. So I could sit without lights, I could sit without a stove, I could sit without water, boiled, it's a geezer, etc. Uh, no, it's either that mm-hmm. or the service gets disconnected completely. Now, rather than disconnect the service completely, disconnecting the water, disconnecting the electricity completely, we would rather have them come in and make a, a an arrangement an arrangement with us or agree that we can recover it via the prepaid meter. But I've got plenty of people that's come in and made arrangements but that money gets still taken off. The city is extremely reluctant to stop taking money off okay. the prepaid. Guys, unfortunately we have literally about four minutes left before we need to sign off. I'm going to now go first to our guest online. Numfundo, the concerns you have heard, um, what is the way forward for locals here in Cape Town? Um, I think one thing that is coming out, I think the issue of transparency is unfortunate because by the time the the city approaches MERSA um, uh, requesting an increase, we expect that the city will have um, uh, consulted with its customer extensively uh, and also get input uh, from its customers and concerns. Uh, this year, uh, uh, the, the obviously there was no public hearing, but there were years when there were public hearing even on the city when the tariff is above or there are things that would like to get clarity on. So I think these, some of these things could have been uh, discussed at the public engagement between the city as well as its, um, its customers, wherein all the proposed increases and the basis of that um, would have been explained. That's number one. So it means the quality of engagement between the city and its customers and uh, the extent of that engagement. So it's the quality as well as the extent. Thank you. Nomfundo, the, second, yeah. the last thing that I would mm-hmm. like to just assist with, um, it, it, it becomes something that uh, will still be a problem. If there is no cost of supply, that the city uh, submits to NERSA uh, going forward, because it's something that we've been requesting from different municipalities, and we're still going to insist on that. So if they, if, because the cost of supply will then uh, unearth some of the basis of these costs that the municipalities seek to recover via the electricity yeah. uh-huh. so things. Yes. Thank you so much. Dion, I just want to say thank you to ESCOM for of course, bringing us into the picture in terms of the relationship you have with the city. We literally have 30 seconds. Is there anything that you want to say in closing from your side in, in, in that short time? No, thank you very much. I think it is, I, I just want to support what Nafondo said. I think it's very important that 
Um, we need to be much more transparent with that, that we also understand the different legislations. The whole market situation in South Africa yeah. is very confusing to customers. And I think it's important that people understand it and what is used where. Thank you. Because, Thank you, uh, Otherwise, we just get confused. Yeah. Thank you. We really don't have much time left. Um, Sandra, thank you so much for coming in once again. And of course, Hussein, shukran to you for coming in and giving us the city's perspective on why we are paying more for electricity. Dear listeners, shukran for all your input. Um, I have received tons of WhatsApp messages, but we have run out of time. We'll definitely be keeping our eye on this, especially from the lobby group's perspective to see what they do going forward. And of course, we'll call the city back in to hear from them as well. From myself, Azir Kamaldin, Assalamu alaikum and enjoy the rest of the evening with Voice of the Cape.